The Eddie B. Sit edition, an audio series of the Talmud Bavli. Masechet Babakama has been generously sponsored in our Dafyumi program by our good friend and patron and charter member of our Dafyumi class, Siyahu Ashar HaKohen and his dear wife, Rina, that Dazat Hashem, they will have continued Hatzlacha, Harvacha, Bechol, Maaseh, Yedehem, Biriut, Health, Happiness, Prosperity, and much Nachat from their children. May they enjoy many years of Shalom, Bayit, uh, Tranquility, and Peace of Mind. Amen, Amen. Daf Mem Zayin. Today's daf is being studied in the Shmat Morzikini Yosef Ben Sarav and Merazikinati Yafab Bat Sarav and the Shmat Avraham Ben Esther and Hashem Tanihan Began Eden. Amen. Today's daf is being studied for Ashton Ram Moshe Ben Dina. Natan Ben Shulamit and Rafanan for the Nefesh or for the Guf for Tan Kurabal Vekhenir Savan Amar Amen. We begin today's daf on Memvav Amud Bet and we are at the two dots. Vekhen Para Shenagha et Ashur. So what's the case? You had a Para. She might have been pregnant, and she damaged a shor. The safek was, if she's pregnant, so we consider not only the para damaging, but the egel, the baby that's in the para's stomach, is also considered a damager. However, if the para gave birth already, so then already the egel that was in the stomach is not considered damaging, so you can only get payment from the para itself. That was the safek in the Mishnah. So what did the Mishnah say? You get Hatsi Nezek from the Para and Reva Nezek from the Egil, from the baby. Quarter Nezek. So the Gemara is going to ask an obvious question. Gemara says, Hatsi Nezek, Verabiya Nezek. You're telling me that you take Hatsi Nezek from the Para because it was a Tam. Tam damages Hatsi Nezek. And then you tell me what? You take a quarter Nezek from the because we learned, according to Sumchus, we have a safek. We don't know if this is considered a damager or not. And the deen is mamon, hamutal, besafek, cholkin. So if you're not going to pay half nezek, you'll pay a quarter nezek, like the deen of cholkin. But bottom line, the Gemara says, palga niskahu debae shelume. The payment of a tam is not more than hatsi nezek. Where did you get three quarters nezek? Kule nezek minus a quarter. Because here you're getting the paras paying two quarters and the egel's paying one quarter. That's three quarters nezek. When do you have three quarters nezek? Hatsi nezek is the maximum for a time. So how did you come to that uh, equation? That's really the Gemara's question. So to that... The Gemara starts to give different formulas to figure out how we got there. Amar Abaye, Abaye says, oh, that which we said, Hatsi Nezek, Echad Me'arba'a Benezek. Which means, Hatsi Nezek meant half the normal Nezek. Which means, the Hatsi Nezek of the Para is really not Hatsi Nezek. It's really Reva Nezek. It's Hatsi of what the normal Nezik would be. Normally the para would pay if it was alone. Hatsi Nezik. But now that it's with uh, a, 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 an Egil, so take Hatsi of that, which would be what? A quarter. And we'll see the case that we're talking. Urbiya Nezik, Ahad Mishmona Benezik. And a quarter 
really means a quarter of what uh, it would normally pay, which would normally pay, uh, let's say, uh, uh, half. So a quarter of a half is an eighth. And therefore, you're taking a a quarter from the para and an eighth from the egil. That's how you're splitting up the payment of the damages. Therefore, it's not more than Hatsinezik. Now the question is, how did you get to that calculation? So Abaye comes and explains. I read again in the Gemara. Amar Abaye, Hatsinezik, Echad Me'arba'a Benezik. That's one quarter of Nezik. Urbiyah Nezik. And when it says Reva Nezik, it means Echad Mishmona Benezik. Let's read Dashi, please. Amar Abaye, Hatsi nezek diktani, haynu hatsi tashlumim shi yishno ala para. That's half the normal price that would be on the para. Im en valad, if there was no valad, the price of the para would be half nezek. So therefore you're going to pay half of a half, which is a quarter. Da'iyu mishalimet hatsi nezek. Hashta, now that he has a friend with him, the egel mishalim riv'a. Mishum di'it le shutafut, because he has a partner. So therefore you're going to just split him up. Oh, the Gemara is going to explain that Abaye is talking about a specific case that the Egel and the Para belong to two different people. Oh, once already belongs to two different people, so then already you'll see how they came to this calculation. And the Gemara begins: the E Para Vlad, the Hadinu. If the Para and the Vlad belong to the same guy, Hadsi Nezek. Correct, which means if the para and the eger belong to the same guy, so the nizak can tell the mazik, listen, bottom line, you owe me hatsinezek. I don't care how you pay me. Because the rule is, if a guy has, let's say, an animal, or two animals, and they damage somebody, we know definitely one of these two animals damage, you owe me Hatsinezik. So therefore, if that's the case where it's owned by the same guy, we're not going to come along and say, take a quarter of this, and an eighth of that, no, 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 you owe me Hatsinezik. I don't care how you pay me the Hatsinezik. Whether it's from this animal or it's from that animal. So therefore, if that's the case, Mishnah would have said the Ferush, just pay the regular Hatsinezik. Rashi says, Gemara, Ela lo tzirika de para de had vevalad de had. Oh, you know what the case is talking about? Where there's two different owners, the para belongs to one guy and the valad belongs to another. How could you have a case like that? So a guy sold the para to somebody, but he kept the valad to himself. That she says that's how he did it. Because you can't sell an ubar. Because ubar is the vashilubala ulam. So that she has to learn the cases talking about where you sold the para, but you just held back for yourself the ubar. So you have two different owners over here. Now, the e de kadim. We continue giving it the case of Abaye. Now, let's say the Nizak went to the Baal Para. So you have a Para that damaged? The Para for sure damaged. That's not a Safik. The question is, was the Ubar part of the damage as well? Was it pregnant when it damaged? Or was the pregnancy done before? Therefore, this did not damage at all. So now we start the case. The Nizak definitely has a claim. So he goes to the Baal Para. He says, do me a favor. For sure your Para... The damaging over here. Hachena made the amale le baal para 
פרדידך אזקתן, הב לי ראיה דאית לך שותפה. Which means, the Nizak can come to the Baalah Parah and say, listen, all I know is, I know for sure your Parah damage, I want Hatsi Nizak. You're going to try now to get a discount, and you're going to claim to me, right, I wasn't the only guy there. There was my partner, the Ubar. Prove it to me. Which means, you want to now not pay me full uh, price of the Hatsi Nizak, bring me a Ayat, you had a Shutaf. I don't got to look for your Shutaf. All I know is what I know in front of my eyes. I know that your ox... Or your para gored my ox. And I know this para caused the damage. And I know according to the halakha, I'm allowed to get Hatsi Nezik. You're going to come and claim now, hey, oh, Hatsi Nezik, yeah, but there were, there were two guys here. And there's another partner. And then go, go to that guy also. I'll pay you half. <coughs> prove to me that you have a shutaf. And until you can prove to me that it's a shutaf, I'm taking whole, 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 whole Hatsi Nezik from you. So that cannot be the case either. So the Gemara continues, Ela de Kadim Tabe'ele Baal Valad Tehila. Where the guy already, the Nizak, you know what he did? He showed his colors already. He went to the Baal of the Valad. Now by him going to the Baal of the Valad, he already is admitting that he knows that there's two guys here. Because he went to somebody else. He didn't go to the Baal of Parah. Obviously he knows already that there's two players. Because he himself went to the Baal Valad and said, listen, by the way, your animal was uh, you know, pregnant, uh, or, or sorry, there, there was a pregnant animal, and I know that you uh, own this Valad over here, so I'm asking you now for uh, Hatsinezik. Now what's that guy going to say? Hey, I'm not giving you Hatsinezik. You yourself, by the way, by coming to me, know that I'm a player. That means you know there's a Baal Parah over here also, so we're partners. So I'm not going to give you the full uh, 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 that I have to give you. Which means, let's, let's talk it out. Normally, how would it be? This guy would pay a quarter, and this guy would pay a quarter to make Hatsinezik. <clears throat> That's how partners would divide the Hatsinezik. But this guy over here, mind you, it's a safik if it was even pregnant at the time that it damaged. Keep in mind, we don't know if the para was pregnant. So therefore, I'll give you half of the half, or half of the quarter. Because at most, I only owed you a quarter, because they shoot a foot over here. Correct? And now I have a safik if my part damaged. So what I'll give you? I'll give you the ace. That's where Abaye got the eighth from. So therefore, the Amar Galita Adatach, the Shutfa Itli. You already have revealed that you know that I'm a Shutaf or that I have a Shutaf. Ika. Good. Finished. And therefore, let's speak it out. And therefore, I will give you an ace. That's what Abaye said. And then the other guy comes along and says that what? I'm going to give you a quarter. Why am I giving you a quarter? Because uh, if I damaged regularly, I would have to give you a half. Now that I have a partner, so what do I pay? I pay a quarter. So that's the way uh, Abaye understands the breakdown of the Mishnah. Simple case. There was a uh, para that was pregnant. We don't know if it was pregnant at the time of the damaging. All we know is that it was owned by two people. We also know that the Nizak came to the Baal Ha'egel first and asked for payment. He comes up and says, oh, you know I'm a partner. You know I have a partner. Thank you very much. I'm going to give you... Listen, if, it was, if everything was fine and dandy, my partner owes you a quarter and I owe you a quarter. We owe you half. You're not getting more than half Nezik. That's the deen. Tam gets Hatsi Nezik. But you know what? The Gabi, me, there's a safek if I was even part of the damage, by the way. So therefore, I'm not giving you a quarter. 
I'm going to give you half of the quarter. And if I'll give you an eighth. Now the other guy is no safek. The other guy, if I die, we know the para definitely damaged. But again, I'm a partner. So I'm not giving you half. I'll give you a quarter. That's the way he comes to the conclusion. Look at the bottom Rashi on the Amud, please. Galita adaptech de shutfa itli. You have revealed that you know that I have a partner. I'm only really hayav you a quarter. If I was a vada, I'd give you a quarter. Quarter for me, quarter for him. But I'm not a vada, I'm a safek. We don't even know if I, if I, you don't even know if I was in the stomach at the time of the damaging. Therefore, i give you half. That's what he says. Comes to Gebarah, goes even a step further. Ika de amre. Afalgav de kadim tabe'e baal para tehira. Even if the nizak went to the baal para first. Oh, now what do we say when it comes to the baal para? When it comes to the Baal Parah first, we said, in that case over there, the Baal Parah has got to give half. Even though the Baal Parah doesn't say, hey, I have a partner. So he said, then Isaac can come along and say, prove it. Prove it, you have a partner, I don't have a partner. You're, you're, you're the guy, I want everything from you. So I think everyone else says, no. Matsim madhele. He could push him away still. De amar le itli. Which means he could come along and say, that go to the Bala Parah first, and the Bala can push him off, and he doesn't have to pay. Only Nezek. Why? Because he can tell him, which means, um, I know that I have a Shutaf, I know that. Which means, I know that my Parah was Me'uberet at the time, and um, therefore we have a Hazaka. Which means, Hazaka, that what? He's coming along and saying, I know for a fact my animal was Me'uberet. That's a fact. And therefore the hazakah, I'm not going to change and say that what? That the animal gave birth. Keep it on its hazakah. And therefore when he comes along and says, Literally means, I know that there is a shutaf to this nizik, because I know that my para was me'ubedet, and therefore keep it on the hazakah until the time of the nigiha. Therefore I don't have to pay you more than quarter of a nezek. That's this, uh, this shita over here. Right, which means, according to this opinion over here, this, this is, 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 is more lenient on the, on the mazik. Which means here, in this case, the nizak came to the Baal Parah. Hey, Mr. Baal Parah, I want half nezek from you. Uh, I had a partner. So the first shita said, oh, partner, prove it. Second shita said, no, 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 no. I'm telling you that my animal was pregnant. That's for sure. So my animal has a hazakah that is pregnant. Do not change the status of the animal until the latest time possible. Till after the nigiha. Therefore I'm telling you that what? The animal that was inside also was part of the nizik. And I'm telling you also that I have a partner. For some reason according to the ika de amre, the, the nizak cannot tell the mazik, prove it to me. The first answer, bring me that you have a shutaf. In the second answer, no, it's almost as if it's taken for granted that he could say uh, that, 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 that uh, number one, the animal was pregnant. Okay, that's a hazakah, because the animal was pregnant. He could assume that it gave birth the latest time possible. I have no problem with that. But what's the ayah with the mamun? Because you want to bring me, you want to take money out of me? 
Right, you want to take money out of me, so I'm, I'm telling you I have a partner. Go prove that I don't have a partner. You're, I'm the Mozak, I'm holding the money in my hand. You want to take more money out of me, so I have two things going for me. Number one, the animal we know is pregnant. So the Valsay was pregnant to the end. Hazaka. And number two, I'm a Haskat Mamon. I'm holding the money already. You want to take more money out of my hand, prove to me that I, that I don't have a partner. So therefore, since you have the two Hazakot in his favor, the Shita says the uh, Baal Hapara would only have to pay a quarter even if they came to him first. Comes the Gebaran and says, Amarava. Atu ehad me'arba'a benezek ve'ehad me'shmona benezek ketani hatsi nezek urbiya nezek ketani Abayev, very nice formula you gave us but it's not Mashwa and the Mishnah like that because you're learning the Mishnah as what? hatsi nezek and the Mishnah meant quarter and reva meant an eighth it doesn't say that in the Mishnah the Mishnah says hatsi vereva where did you get from hatsi vereva to turn it into reva vishminit? The Lashon of the Mishnah is not Mashma according to your calculus. You, you make sense in, 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 in the way you, you worked it out. But that's not the Mishnah. So Kazakhiran says, Ela Marava Leola Bepara Uvla Dehad. Oh. Really I'll tell you, there's all one owner over here. Oh, so we have a problem with that. If there's one owner, so he owns the para and he owns the balad. So the chara, once he goes to the para, the, the nizak, give me half. Okay, you damage, you owe me half, pay me half. How can he come along now and start uh, pushing him away? You're right. If the para is around, you pay hatsinizik from the para. Because the rule is, bottom line, you owe me hatsinizik. And we know, we have no doubt that your para damaged. If the para is still here, but I give me hatsinezik from the from the para, no argument. However, let the para. But let's say the para is not here. Where's the para not here? Where did it go? I don't know. It went somewhere. It's not around. Now, hatsinezik pays so much. Go for the animal. Does hatsinezik pay from his pocket? No. There's no out of pocket on hatsinezik. If the animal is not here, so what do you have then? Mishtalim rabia nezik bevalat. Then the Valad's here. How much, what's the most you can take out of the Valad? Not more than a quarter. You can't take half out of the Valad because we don't even know if the Valad was part of the damage. So therefore it's a sefeh. So take a quarter. So therefore the Mishnah is about two cases. If the Paraz here, Hatsi Nezik. And that's it. He's pe- No, it's not. We know the Paraz definitely damaged. And it's one owner. One owner. So therefore, the Paraz here, sir, you owe me Hatsi Nezik, your Paraz here, Tishalimli. Mahila, my para's not here. Oh, what do you got here? I got my valad. Oh, it's your valad. Oh, I want Hatsinezik. Hey, Mahila, I'm not giving you Hatsinezik. Who said it was pregnant at the time of the damage? Okay, so if the para's not there, then Reva Nezik Meha. Meha, Meha Valad. Tanat Gibara says, Tama de lo yadinan, Iava Valad, Bade Kinagha Ilohava. Right. The only reason why it's called a Nezik is because you don't know. You don't know if the animal was pregnant at the time of the damage or not. But if we're certain, we know that the animal was pregnant at the time of the at the time of the goring, at the time of the damaging. Then you can get either hair from the para, and if the para is not around, get the hair from the valad. 
because we know for a fact the Valad was there. That's the case of the Mishnah. Comes again and says, Rava letame. Rava is following his reasoning. What's uh, Rava's reasoning? Dama Rava. Para shezika, an animal. That was mazik, para. Gove mevelada. The Hidush of here is, when you look at a pregnant animal, we could argue and say, it's one entity. The Valad is not separate. But Raval looks at it, no. The baby that's inside is separate from the mother. And therefore, if you can't get paid from the para, you can get paid from the Valad. I could have argued and said, listen, if the para is not around... So it's like, it's like I found uh, 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 a balad. That's, that's not a separate entity to get whole Hatsi music from. But the Abbas says, no. A balad is considered a separate. So therefore we look at it as if two animals gored this, uh, this, this, this shor over here. A para and a ubar. And therefore the para is not in to get paid from. Take it from the ubar. That's the Abbas shita that you look at the ubar as a separate entity. Even though it wasn't even outside. You think about it, uh, when, when the animal, the para damaged, you didn't even see an ubar. Pirush ubar is inside. But it doesn't matter. Since it was in the mother's uh, womb at the time, it's considered as if it damaged as well. Which means, we look at it as if it was outside. And two paroim come attack a, uh, a shore. That's how we look at it. Therefore, the paras are right, take it from the ubar. So the Gemara says, similarly, Amara Damarava, Parash Zika, Govem Vilada. Very good. You can take payment from the Vilad. Maitama Gufahi. That's part of the goof of the animal. Which means that's considered you're part of it, and therefore you did the uh, you did the damages uh, as well. Oh, so comes the Gibran says. Which means say it better. Just like I can get paid from any part of the animal. When we say Hatsin Isik me gufo, this is gufo. Not worse than, uh, can I take it from the thigh of the animal? Yeah, why not? So I can take it also from the uh, ubar of the animal as well. Continue. Oh, but let's say you have a chicken. The chicken made uh, damage. You don't get payment from the betza. The egg is not considered part of the animal. The egg is considered mufrash. It's considered separate. It's an excretion. An egg is not part of it. Where obar is a, we're looking at it like a piece of meat of the animal. But an egg, an egg is a secretion. So therefore you can't come along and say, uh, pay me hatsin ezek and, uh, from the betzah. No. That she says, davar hamufrash membena. It's an item that separates. Okay. Now when I calculate a damage over here, a shore damaged a pregnant para. Go back to the first case now. Shore did the damaging. Shore damages a pregnant para. I got to pay damage now. How do I evaluate now? It killed the shore. It, it didn't kill. It damaged the para and it killed the baby, let's say. So how do I calculate the calculation of payment. There's two ways to calculate. I can look at each thing separately, 
How much is the pala worth? How much is the ubar worth? And then make a payment. But that will be expensive. Or I could say, no. How much is the pala worth when it's pregnant? And how much is it devaluate now that it is not? That is like a wholesale uh, way of looking at it, which would be a cheaper way to calculate advantage mazik. So the Gemara is going to say, you don't calculate each thing individually, the paran the valad, you evaluate the valad al gabe the para rashi. And shamin aresha ke shor shnagak at the para vepila. That's a miscarriage. And shamin kol echad b'fnei atzmo sheolim demei anezek arbe. That would be cost a lot of money. Aval shamin para meuberet. Kama ita yafet tchira vekama yishave achshav imeta imhaya. Right. Which means we calculated how much is she worth pregnant, and now how much is she worth that the babies uh, came out and they uh, damaged or they died. Because you're not going to calculate like that, Gemara says. You're hurting the mazik. You're going to weaken them. You're going to make them pay uh, a lot. Mafsid. Now the Gemara is going to ask later on. If that's the law, let it, let, let uh, you know, let him uh, let him lose. No, we're not looking to give charity to the mazik over here. So, give it all. Ask that question in a second. Vechen atam motze bekotei yad avdosh shel chavero. A guy comes along, he cuts the arm of his friend's evid. You got to pay for damages. Meaning, how do you calculate? Rashi says, en shamin hayad befne atzma. You don't calculate the arm separately. How would you calculate an arm? How, how do you evaluate that? Lomar, kama adam Which means, how much would a guy be willing to take the master compensation to cut his evid's uh, arm off? Now that's going to be a high price. What do you mean? I, I need my evid. I need, I need to go to work. Uh, give me a million dollars. I don't want to cut, cut my image arm off. If you give me two million dollars, by the way, all right, cut his arm off. And that, that's if you can evaluate the arm. But I can look at it a different way. How much was the evid worth with the arm? How much did he evaluate without an arm? That's the way you evaluate the nizik. Uh, it's much less of a, uh, of, a, of a calculation. Again, advantage mazik. Continue. Similarly, uh, an animal went in and ate a furrow in a guy's field. Now, if I look at what he ate, per se, alone, that's going to be expensive. But if I evaluate it over the field, how much was the field worth before the damage, and how much was the depreciation of the field now that this furrow got ruined, it's a less of a damage. Also, advantage mazik. <laughs> if that's the law, so let the mazik suffer. Which means, you're going out of your way, hey, we don't want the mazik to lose so much money. Uh, wait a minute, if that's the law, let him pay what he has to pay. We, 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 why are you making a cheaper calculation? Why, you, you try to protect the mazik? So the Gemara says, Mishum Because again, the mazik can claim, Para ma'avarta aziktach, Para ma'avarta shaymanalach. Which means, my sword damaged a pregnant cow. Therefore, evaluate a pregnant cow. Don't eva- My sword did not damage two separate things that you're, that, you're, that you're calculating it separately. 
Maishur damaged one entity. Therefore, calculated what's the animal worth? Pregnant. What's the animal worth? Not pregnant. So the Gemara is really saying that's equity. That's fair. That's, that, that, that's the right way to calculate it. Para deha. Okay, now. Peshita. Spashut. More calculations. Para dehad. Vivelad dehad. Let's say, like, like we learned before, you have two owners over here. Para belongs to one guy. And the Valad belongs to a, another guy. Now what happened? You start to make a Shuma, as she says. So, sorry, Gemara. Pitma leba'al para. The pitma goes to the ba'al para. What is it pitma? Rashi. Pituma. Ma she shamin ota shaita yafeh mepne shumna havi de ba'al para. Good. We calculate the animal. How much was the animal worth when it was pregnant? And how much was it worth now? Well, but there's two owners over here. Now, a para is fat. The fat of the animal, that is on the side of the owner of the para, the Gemara says. Because the fat of the animal is there regardless. The obad happens to be in the, in the stomach... But that doesn't add to the fatness of the animal. So when you're calculating the animal, how much is it worth? Part of the value is, is the fat. Well, who's the fat to? On whose side? Is that on Obar's side? Or is that on Parah's side? The Gemara says, Pituma lebal Parah. Nafha mai. Mazen nafha. It seems when the animal is pregnant, it has a... It gets wide. It gets... Uh, expands. Now, it seems the price of the animal goes up because now it's a bigger animal. Right? More leather, it's bigger. So when it comes to the nefah, who does that go to? So the Gibra says, nefah mai, the papa mare bal para. Still goes to bal para. You split it. Okay, that's just a calculation of how to split it up. But it is. Hakadat. So what did we have a kadar? Kadar is a what? A potter. He has a pots. He bought his pots. They're made out of earthenware. He brought them into the chatzir of the balabayit. He didn't get permission. Okay. So the balabayit's animal broke the kelim. Uh, patur. Of course it's patur. You can say, should I bring them into my reshut? Uh, Oh, and let's say the animal of the Balabai got damaged by these pots. Again, you brought him into my uh, reshoot without permission. You have to pay. Good. But if you got permission, then the Balabai is hayav. Case number two. Very similar. You brought your fruit into the Hatzir of the Balabai. Shalom Bershut. All of a sudden the Balabai's animal ate it. Patur. Who has to bring your fruit uh, into my reshoot? Oh, but let's say the animal of the Baba got damaged by these fruit. Again, because you brought him in without a shoot. But if you brought him in with permission, then the Baba says, Hayaf. Same case. He brought his shoot into the Hatzir Balabayit. Shalom Bershut. The ox of the Balabayit or the dog of the Balabayit bit it or gored it. Patur. 
Who asked you to bring me your sword into my reshut without permission? Nagahu shorosh el balabayit hayav. Now, if the nagahu, uh, if the the guy's sword damaged the balabayit sword, he's hayav because again you came in without permission. Nafal leboro v'ishbemav. Well, let's say the sword fell into the balabayit's well and now dirtied his water. Again, hayav. Haya abiv obeno letocho. Let's say the father was in the well. Or well, the guy's son was in the well, and this guy's sword fell into the well and killed the uh, the, the father or the son. So now that guy's going to have to pay kofir because your animal killed. Oh, but what? If he had permission to bring the animal in, because he gave permission. Hayav on uh, all the damages. If he damages. Uh, if, if, if it kills, he has to pay the coffin. Which means it's his responsibility. I gave you permission, I, I'm responsible for the animal. Which means it's not enough that he gives him permission to bring it in. According to the B, the B says he has to actually expressly verbalize and say, I accept upon myself. Shemira. Okay? Not you can't just say, right, uh, bring it in. Not enough. You gotta actually say, I'm giving you Mephorash Reshut. Comes the Gemara and says, We begin. What do we learn in the Mishnah? Let's go slowly. We have a Kadar. He brought in the Kederot, Shalom Reshut. And what? Now these items damage the Bala by its axe. So the Bala Kederot is Hayav. Okay? Ta'ama de Shalom Reshut. Because he didn't have permission. Ha'ab Reshut. If he got permission, it's mashma clearly that the baal kederot is not going to be hayav to pay for the damages that it caused to the baal by its animal. Velo amrinan, and we're not going to say kabule kabil baal kederot netirutad beimto the baal hatzer, which means we're not going to say. That when the guy uh, gets the shoot to go in, that he accepts upon himself guarding the other guy's animal from getting damaged by his kederot. Correct? Which means, it's master from the Gemara Mishnah very clearly. If I got permission, the balkan's off the hook at all. We don't make a, a quasi uh, thing here where we say, no, if you got permission, it means thank you for letting me put my stuff in there, but don't worry, I'll, uh, I'll, 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 take, I'll take responsibility if your animal gets damaged. We don't say that. Smart if he has a shoot, he has a, an exemption. Kibran says, Mani, who's that opinion? Rabihi. That must be following Rabbi. De Amar that says at the end of our Mishnah, Kol Bistama. Which means when a guy stamp says, Bring uh, permit bring your stuff into the uh, into the Hasid, Lo Kabil Ale Nitiruta, which means we don't say that Minastam, that his Kavana was to accept upon himself to watch these uh, to watch these items, and therefore it makes sense that just like the uh, Kadav, the pottery guy, is not Hayab Minastam. Bring in Minastam. I'm not Hayab to watch the animal and that it shouldn't get uh, damaged. Good. That's following the Bia. When a court Akamim that say what Minastam the Balachasid. Probably accepted upon himself to watch the uh, 
Kedarot, Mr. that the Kadar also accepted upon himself to watch the other guy's uh, items. Let's read Rashi, please. Rashi says, Tama. Rashi explains this beautifully. Tama, the Shalom Bershut. Shumaki, Muska, Bayim, Balkadot, Hayab. Mani, the Bihi. Tamar, Besefa, the Sadd, and the Ramishnah, Bechulan. Eno Hayab. Right? In all these cases, uh, the. Uh, not Hayab until he gives him expre- express, uh, express permission. Right? Even though he doesn't bring it in, that's not enough. He has to accept upon himself to watch. So she says, According to the rabbis, Right? When the Baal Hasid gives him permission, he's Hayab, the Baal Hasid is Hayab. Because Mr. Mai accepted upon himself to watch the Kedirot when the Baal Hasid gives him a shoot. Similarly, it's like works both ways, according to the rabbis. I'll give you permission to bring it in, meaning I'll make sure your stuff doesn't, da- doesn't get damaged. And you're accepting upon yourself, Mr. Ma, that my stuff is not going to damage your animal. The Mr. Which means it's it's two ways. Which means the rest of the way the rabbis are uh, understanding it. Which means I gave you permission. What does it mean I gave you permission? I'm giving you permission uh, to bring your stuff into my uh, into my shoot over there. Which means I'm gonna make sure my animal doesn't uh, break your stuff. And similarly, you're accepting upon yourself, Mr. Ma, that your kidderot are not going to cause damage to my animals. That's the way at this point we're understanding Rabbanan. Whereas according to the B, no, Mr. Ma, without saying anything, we could assume that what? <laughs> that the Baal tells him, come on in. So therefore he's taking the shoot for Everything, unless they specify. So the Gemara says, Mani Rabi, the Amar, I mean the Gemara again, Kol Bistama, which means, when the Baal Asir gives him permission, Bistam, Lo Kabil Ale Netiruta, which means we don't say that he accepted upon himself the shoot to watch the guy's items. He just gave me the shoot to bring it in. And therefore, the Kadar also did not accept to watch the guy's animal. Because it's all Stam. Comes again what else is, We have a problem. Because the Sefa of the Mishnah says, birshut. If you got permission, meaning explicit permission, Baal Chatser Hayav. That's Bashmawat. That minastam, the Baal Hatsir is going to be Hayav Atan Lerabanan. That's following the rabbi's opinion. The Amre Bistaman So the implication of the Resha sounds like it's going like the B. And the explicit case of the Sefa sounds like it's going like the Rabbi. We have a contradiction. Vitu, Rabbi Omer Bechulan, the end of our Mishnah. Eno Hayav Alav 
Baal Abayit Lishmor, which means clearly, the B says the guy's got to be explicit. So now, Resha Vesefar B, Um Siatar Banan. I make any sense? The Sefar for sure is the B. And the Resha also is going like the B. Because what did the Resha say? The Resha says, The only reason why is because Shiloh Bershut. Habershut, if he got permission, the Baal Kederot, the Kadar is not going to be Hayab for the Nezek. That's going like Rabbi. That Mr. Ma, uh, he, he didn't accept upon himself uh, 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 anything. Mr. Ma, he doesn't accept upon himself. And then the, the Sefa is Rabbi. And the middle case is, Imichlis Bershut, Baal Abayit Hayab. That's Mr. Ma. Mr. Ma, he didn't accept. So we have a Stiran, the Mishnah, Resha Sefa, Mitzi'uta. Very good. So come to Gabbana and says, Amar Bizera, Tabra, you're right, break it. Which means the stira between the Resha and the Sefa, Misha Sharazu, Lo Sharazu. The one that learned the Resha didn't learn the Mitzi'uta. That's it, you cannot, you cannot put all these shitot together in the same Mishnah. The one that learned the first case didn't learn the second case. First case in Echanami is Rabbi, and the second case is going like Rabbana. Rava Amar Kula Rabbanani. Oh, I can tell you that the whole Mishnah really is following Shitad Rabbanan. Let's clarify for a minute the Resha. I want to crystallize the Resha good. What was the Resha's case? The Resha's case is where the Kadar brought his Kederot Shelo Bereshut. So what do we say? Bala Kadar is Hayaf everything over here. If his if his if his kedero damaged, he's hayaf to pay. Oh, it's mashma what? Because he didn't have reshut. But if he got reshut, then it's mashma that what? That if his kederot damaged the balabayit, he's going to be patur. Correct. Now all the balabayit told him is, come on in. Now who's that going like? That must be going like, at least we thought, that should be going like Shittat Rabbi. Why, let's talk it out. Because Rabbi Shittat is what? Unless you say it explicitly, Bistama, you're not accepting upon yourself anything. And therefore, just like the Balabayit, when he says, come on in, he's not accepting responsibility for what his animal does to the Kederot, so also the Kadar is not accepting responsibility for what the Balabayit's animal does to, or what his kidro does to the Balabayit, to the animal. So therefore it's Rabbi, Rabbi says no, Kula Rabbanani, how could it be? Ubirshut, when it says he has Rishut, Shemirat Kiderot Kibel Alav Baal Hasir. Which means when a guy comes along and says you have reshut, reshut means come on in and I'm going to what? That's the words reshut. Reshut doesn't mean stand, I'm giving you permission. Reshut is a much more expansive terminology. Ul Come in, and I'm going to watch it for you. But the Baal Kederot, he didn't say nothing. 
which means different If he says meaning reshut means come on in and uh, I'll take I'll, I'll watch your stuff. But the Baal Kederot, he didn't say nothing. And therefore, if his Kederot damaged the uh, Baalabai, it's uh, animal, he's patur. Therefore, in economy, really, the shoot is not uh, stam. The shoot is explicit. But that's only one way. And therefore, the Baalabai, it's a banana. We thought the shoot meant stam. The shoot, come on in. No, the shoot is not stam. The shoot means, come on in, and I'll watch. Wow. He's telling, I'm going to accept upon myself to watch your kiddirot, even if they uh, get damaged uh, from the wind. Meaning, I'm a shomer, on the highest level. Okay? It's a big hadush, even though the ruwah is not his money. Meaning, uh, I'm watching it from my animals. But I'm even going to watch it from my uh, from ruwah. And if it's not a stila uh, from the resha, that the bad kiddirot is patur. Because the court hachamim, you could say, accepted upon himself, but the Baal Kedirot, he doesn't accept upon himself, so therefore, let's read the Mishnah according to this opinion. A guy brings his Kedirot into the Rishut of the Baal Abayin. He brings his Kedirot into the Baal Abayin, he's Hayab and everything. Which means, if he damages, he's Hayab. If he gets damaged, there's no recourse. Okay, beautiful. The yuk. Avim, ayalo, reshut. So what's the implication? If he has reshut, so they would smash mawat that he's going to be patur. That if his kelim uh, damaged the balabai, it's animal, it be patur. Or that can be like the rabbis. Because reshut means, come on in, meaning come on in, I'm going to watch your uh, stuff. But that's only one way. But it doesn't mean that the Baal HaKederot accepted upon himself anything. So therefore, in the economy, really, so comes out, let's just crystallize one more point. We have a fantastic model between Rabbi and Hakamim. Rabbi hold that that's not enough. Which means if I bring you into my shoot and I say, come on in, that's nothing. It has to be spoken out, the Firush. Whereas the rabbis will say, no. The shoot is considered as if I'm saying what? Ul, uh, come on in, ve'interelach. So the machlokim is on a stam. Stam, do I accept upon uh, myself the shemina or not? Rabbanam will say yes, but that's only one way. Uh, I, I said come on in. That doesn't mean the Baal Kedrot accepted upon himself to, 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 to watch the guy's animal from getting uh, damaged. Right? And therefore, he'll be patur. And the will be patur, because I didn't accept upon myself. Okay, comes the Gemara and continues. That was the case. He brought perot into the guy's hatzer, uh, and he didn't get permission. So what happened? The behemav, the balabayit got damaged, the balaperot is hayav. What did he slip? The, the animal of the balabayit slipped on the perot. But if he ate them and he got a stomachache, he ate too much and died, patur. My ta'ama, what's the reason why he'd be patur? The animal shouldn't have eaten, uh, which means, since already he brought it on himself, bekavana, so I can say you shouldn't have eaten it. You would go to him, if it slipped, I slipped on the fruit, uh, can't control it. But eating it already 
it's his fault. Even though it's normal for an animal to eat, he cannot be high of the bala perot. Because he brought it to himself. You cannot be high of somebody for the, 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 the owner for that the situation. Yeah, which, no, which means you know. Not that, for sure. You brought it without a shoot. You want me to pay for your animal? Who told you the animal should eat? That already he brought it on to himself. Slipping, uh, slipping, I have to pay. <laughs> he says, Rav must have said that halakha when he was sleeping. But he says, it doesn't make sense. Netanya, because we have a brighter. A guy puts, let's say, poison in front of his friend's animal. And what happened? It died. Because really, you did indirect. It's a grama. You didn't kill the animal directly. You just put poison in front of the animal. The animal ate the poison. The animal died. I don't know anything. He ate it. But what? They're going to hold you accountable. Oh, you know why you're patur? Because sama mavet is an item that really the animal is not that guilty to eat. Oh, so if it ate it, so it was the animal's fault. Aval, perot, da'avida da'akla. But if I put perot in front of the guy's animal, and he eats them and he dies, that's normal for eating. Bidine adam nami mechayev. Ve'amai, have you l'shelot ochal? He shouldn't have eaten. Therefore, it's a question against Rav. I mean, if it's a normal thing for an animal to eat, poison, no. I mean, I guess it should have tasted the poison and it stops. Okay, continue eating, you did it to yourself. But perot, it's much better than mechayev. So what do you tell me, you patur? Amre huadin afilu perot name patur midre adam. Really, they gave poison as just an example. Really, if they if he put perot in front of his friend's uh, animal and he ate it, also he'd be patur. Nakamash malam afilu samamavet name telo avida deak lahayab midre shamayim. The idush on the poison is is even though it's not like give him to eat the own the guy who put this in midre shamayim, but really he'll be patur by perot as well. Because bottom line, the animal brought the damage to himself. The Hidush and Samamavit is the Gabed the Hayuv of Dine Shamayim. Ve'ibaytema Samamavit Nameh Be'afrazta. Da'inu Peri. What type of uh, poison we're talking about? An edible poison. You didn't put cyanide in the uh, thing, which is not edible. You put a certain herb, which is edible, but it's a poisonous thing. And therefore, what? That's just like perot. So therefore, since the animal did it himself, it's a proof. Animal, you try to ask me a question. Ah, oh, tafka, poison. But not perot. No, oh, what type of poison did he put? He put poisonous perot. Right. And still what? Patubin adam. Because the animal did it himself. Who had deen in the field? If the animal ate the uh, perot, even though I brought him in without permission, I'm not hayah. Because the animal shouldn't admit even. We have a story. Ha'isha shenikmesa l'tchon hitim etzel balabai chilo bereshut. What did she do? A lady brought wheat into the Balabayit's house. Shalom b'rishud. Va'achalatam b'im toshel Balabayit. So the animal of the Balabayit ate the hatim of the lady. Patur. It doesn't have to pay. Vimuska hayevet. If the animal got damaged by the hatim, then already she's hayevet. Amai nema avile shalotochal. Same proof. Same same question. The lady should tell the guy. Right? It ate and it got damaged. He shouldn't have eaten. Question against the Rav. Amre umi adifa me matnitin de okidna shu hukla kabahin? 
We learned it like you learned the Mishnah. When it says that the animal of the Babai got damaged by the lady's hatin, it means he slipped on them. Who told you that you're learning the case where you ate the If you ate them, they'll be patur. She'll be patura. Because she could say, Who told you to eat it? It's not worse than the Mishnah case. How'd you learn the Mishnah case? Where did the animal slip? Who had you know where the animal slip? So they give us, Udekari la Maikari left. What was the question then? The one that asked the question, what, didn't know that? You're asking a question from a lady that brought her teen into a house. You said, oh, you see, if the animal got damaged, she has to pay. Oh, then we answered, oh, it means the animal slipped. Well, you couldn't thought, you didn't think of that. Udekari la Maikari, the Makshan. What was he thinking? When it says I can explain it to me Meaning it slipped on them Therefore Therefore It sounds like it's When it says It means On them Or with them It slipped on it but im huska stam is mashma, it ate it and it got damaged. That's why you had a question. Oh, if eating it, well, why, why does she have to pay? I thought eating it, you don't have to pay. Ah, uh, the idach, and the other rabbi that answered, no, it's my way slipped. Amalak, lo shena. Don't make a bahen, not bahen. Huska, which is how it got damaged. It got damaged by slipping. If we didn't, don't make that, uh, don't make the view. The Baal Makshan thought that that bahen was a look, that's why I asked the question. And the Tatsan said, no, no, don't be so technical. It, it, it was Uchlak. Tashema, we have another case. Hikhni shoro lachatsar balabai shilob bershut. Okay, brings a shoro to lachatsar balabai without permission. Ve'achal hatin. It ate the hatin of the balabai. Ve'etriz. Got like diarrhea from all the eating. Umet. So it says what? Patur. The balabai is patur. Does not have to, does not have to pay. Back to the question. Which means again, if the animal came in, what are you telling me over here uh, that he has to pay? He shouldn't eat. Even if I gave you permission to come in. Okay? So now the animal ate and all that and got sick and all that. I can say, have you listened to Tukhal? Would you brought out to yourself? Question on that. Amarava, Bereshut Ashiloreshut Karamit. Come on. You ask me a question from a case where the guy gave him permission to come in to Rav's case where he didn't have permission to come in? Bereshut Shemirat Shiroki Bel Alav. Vafinu Hanaket Atzmo. If I'm giving you permission to bring the sword in, I'm accepting upon myself, even if the animal strangles itself, I'm responsible. Rav's case was what? Where the animal went in Shiloh Bershut. Oh, so if the animal went in Shiloh Bershut and slipped, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, if I brought Perot into my friend's Bershut without permission, and the Balabite animal slipped, okay, Shiloh Bershut, you gotta pay for my animal. But if my animal ate, oh, in that case over there, if my animal ate, then the Bala Perot could say, hey, where is she to eat? Where is she to eat? Okay? So that was all the scenario over here that was Shiloh Bershut. So now you bring me a question. A guy brings a sword into his friend's possession, and he gets permission. And what happens? The sword eats and eats and eats all the Perot and dies. So what are you saying? 
that the Baal of the field, Baal HaChatzit, has to pay. Uh, what do you realize you have to pay? Which means the Chaura, let him come along and tell the guy, you're short, eight, who told you short to eat? So the Gabriel says, what are you talking about? He, he gave me permission to bring it in. Once I've given you permission to bring the animal, what does that mean? I'm watching the animal. So it ate and ate, you should have stopped it. It's no different, the Gabriel is saying, I accept and put myself even like strangulation, whatever happens to the animal. So therefore you cannot bring me a question from a case where there was an issue, to a case where it is, Shalom Bereshut. Ibai Elihu. The Gemara goes along and asks a question. Hechad Kabir Alene Tiruta. Mao. Okay. According to Rabbi and Hakamim. According to Rabbi, well, I bet Firuz gave you permission. Bring the short into the, my position and I'll watch it. Or according to Achamin, stop. You have permission? Yes. Either way. What's the shayla? Mao. Denafshehu de kabil aleh. Which means, I'm going to accept upon myself that none of my assets are going to damage your shore. Or does he accept upon himself all damages? Things that are not his assets, so to speak. Things from the outside. Which means, for sure the Gibraltar says, I tell you, bring your animal in. Okay, so I'm telling you, well, I'm going to make sure my stuff is not going to you know, do anything to your shore. But does it go even, maybe things that are uh, outside, like the Gibraltar is going to explain? Look at Nashi. The shelo shoro. Maybe it means, uh, I'm going to make sure my ox doesn't uh, gore your item. Or my dog doesn't bite. Or does it go further even? Karna was a, uh, a rabbi. And he learned Sugav Nezikin of damages in the Braita that Karna taught. The Bet Midrash of Karna. What does it say? You bring Perot into the Hatzar of Balabai Shlom Bishut. Uba Shor Memakom Aher Rachalan. A Shor came from somewhere else and ate the fruit. Patur. Balabai. is Patur. Ve'imichnis Bishut Hayav. But if he brought it in Bishut. Hayav. Now the Gemara is going to analyze the brighter. Man patur uman hayav. When you said patur, you said hayav. Who are we talking about? Lav patur bal hatzer hayav bal hatzer. Like you said, meaning it sounds like all the patur and hayav is going on the owner of the field. So let's read it like that again. I brought fruit into the hatzer of the balabai shelo bereshut. Somebody else's animal came in and ate it. Okay, a patur. Oh, but if I gave you this shoot and somebody else's animal came in and ate it, I'm hayaf. So you see what? That when you give somebody this shoot, you're accepting upon yourself even outside. Right? Amre, lo, patur ba'alashor, hayaf ba'alashor. Ah. Much different. Which means, when it says, 
patur in hayab. The owner is always patur. The question is, the ba'al ashore, the owner of the shore, which means, if you didn't get permission to bring it in, now my animal comes from outside and eats, I'm patur because you didn't have permission to bring it there anyway, so you can't come after me. But if you got permission to bring it in there, yeah, now another guy short comes along and eats, that ba'al ashore is going to have to pay. It's going on the bottom. The bottom, I said, I'm not responsible for this guy. So I, don't, I don't accept it for myself. But the Baal Ashur is going to have to pay if the Pirot were there legally. If my Pirot are not there legally, right? Right? Well, oh, we'll see now. I mean, if the, if, if the Pirot are not there legally, right? So they ate it. Whatever. They shouldn't have been there. So it's, 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 it's like it's, uh, they ate it. They shouldn't have been there. But if it was there legally, now the Baal Ashur comes on the... You can't get me the Baal Hatserim. I didn't accept myself in this guy. I accept myself my animals. Okay? Good. Oh, the Baal Ashur. Oh, you talk about Baal Ashur. My birshut umay shalom birshut ika. Which means, lecha'ora, reshut and no reshut shouldn't make a difference to the Baal Ashur. Reshut should make a difference like the Baal Hatser. But like you, Baal Shot, what are you eating this food for? What are you, like you, what is it, no Gaya, Yereshut, no Reshut. Bottom line, you ate fruit that doesn't belong to you. Like me, I'm the Baal Hatser. Listen, you came into my Hatser, my animal ate it, and you don't have permission to bring it there. To me, the Baal Hatser is no Gaya, permission or no permission. But to an outsider, it should make a difference. Part of you ate my fruit. So that's the Gemara says. The case is, I brought fruit into your Hatzir. Okay, it depends. Depends. So the Gemara says, if I brought it in Bershut, meaning I had permission to bring it there, and then somebody else's animal comes and eats it, Baalashur Hayav. if I put my fruit in your possession and I didn't get permission, and this guy's animal comes and eats it, Baalashur Patur. The Gemara says, "Machpati to that guy, Machpati to that guy." The Gemara, the owner, the shoot makes a difference. The Gemara, the balashor. That Gemara says, "Amre birshut, hav yela shen birshut anizak, shen birshut anizak hayevet shelo birshut, hav yela shen birshut rabim, shen birshut rabim petura." We gotta go back to the rules. Remember, we learned earlier, shen is only hayav. Shen is eating. Shem b'shutanizak. Oh, what's the shutanizak? If you have permission. So therefore, you gave me permission to keep my fruit there. So therefore, where's the where's the fruit now? In the shutanizak, in private property, because you have a shoot to put it there. Oh, your animal comes and eats somebody else's animal. You ate perot in the shutanizak. Pay me. Mashiachin, if I put my stuff in your shoot, you didn't give me the shoot. Therefore, you have no respect. You're not watching it. You give me the shoot. So it's as if it's in. They should have been. Oh, an animal comes to eat spirit, they should have been. Patur, because that's the deen of she. Look at Ashi. Havi shen ba'atzer anizak, tekeban diyahivle. Ba'al haser reshuta. Le'iyule duchta akni le begava. Oh, it's as if he's maknehim, that spot. I tell you, you can bring your fruit into my field. So this spot where the perot are, it's like you own that spot. Therefore, it's private property. Therefore, Or Hasira Shutafin 
דפטור בעל השן ועל הרגל, הנימיני משותף לחברי דחצי של שניהם. אבל שור מעלמא דעל ואזיק לאחד מיני ובעיר בשדה אחר קרינן ב... מיני. She's making a point here. Really this is חצר השותפים. We're partners. חצר השותפים is פטור. That would only be between the two partners. But לגבי another שור that comes and eats, he's going to be חייב. So therefore this case over there is considered the חייב. However... The other case, when we say Rishut Tarabim, by the way, that she says, Lav Da'afka Rishut Tarabim, it's just not Hasan and Izak. You can't call the guy's private property Rishut Tarabim. It's just that since I didn't give you permission to put your fruit there, it's not your property. So therefore, it's, it's not Rishut Tarabim, per se, but it's just not Rishut Tarabim. That's what she says, Rishut Tarabim, Lav Da'afka. Kilomar, Lav Bista'aqad, Rizak Karinan, Baruch Adonai, Amen, Amen. Let's go another Da'afka. Can't wait to shut the book? What's it? Well, even even if this was the last daf, close the book slowly. Uh, you know, no, close the book so fast. It's not going to hurt you if it stays open a couple extra seconds. So Baal Hatzir is always patur. Right. Right. And eating. In the case of uh, no, like a third party, yeah. That answers the question. I accept upon myself shemira for my stuff. I'm not accepting by myself shemira for the guy's animal coming. That's right. That's the answer. You think we could do Memchet? Yeah. Adam, what do you think about Memchet? I think we should do it. We should make a try for it? Okay, I think we should make it. It wouldn't hurt if we tried. What's today's daf really, by the way? Today's noon. Kill us. No, I have Kolel today in the afternoon. Yeah, Crazy. Have We're going to uh, have Minha, but I cannot be here for Minha because I have Kulil. Okay. Well, with all this learning yesterday, Daf, today, Daf, everything, Daf, we're still. Behind four, so I behind three, right? There's none. There's none. So, we're behind three still. If we do Minha, now we're behind two. Okay, let's go. Let's try it. Yeah. Crazy. Uh, right, for nine days, we've got to like all get stuff. The lady put her wheat in the Baal's thing, and then the Baal able to eat the Baal's... The Baal's animal. The Baal's animal is... He's patur to pay her. But then we want to say, I think it's probably a Mishra Rabin, that he should pay a minimal, what the minimum is cheaper. His animal ate something, like he got the Hana'ah of the animal eating. Yeah, but even... You want... That was a Mishra Rabin, I remember. You want me to pay for my animal... You brought the wheat in Shalom for shoot. Right, no shoot. Now my animal ate. No, and what happened? The animal died. No, don't give it. No, I think the lady. In this case, the animal died. So now wait, let's go slow. The animal died. So now you want to come along and say, if my animal slipped, then you can go get paid. But if the animal died, you can't go to the lady. Because the lady can come along and say, you ate. You ate. That's part of, that's part of your claim. You ate. You're having an eye, you ate. I'm not paying an eye, you ate. You ate, you did it to yourself. If it slipped, then I'm responsible. But eating, you had an eye, you ate, you did it. It's part of your claim. You're not arguing on this. That's, that's, that's it's so, consistent. When you eat, in this case, the way the eating damaged it, but I, the lady can come along and say, true, I brought my, my wheat in Shalom Bershu. But by the way, if you want to eat like a, like a, which is, good luck. Thank you.
No, in, in the, she, the lady brought the No, 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 yeah, I don't know, bottom line, ate my, my stuff. Yeah, I know, I wasn't going to feed him. <laughs> so well, you you're going to feed him. 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 You're going to Why can't we make the argument the same way you got to control him what he's going to eat, to control him where he's going to walk? She didn't sprinkle the thing all over that he slipped on. She put it in a spot. Yeah, but you want to bring stuff into my thing without uh, my animal walks around. It's an animal sucker. It's not, it's not a brain scientist. Animal walks. I can tell you, walk there, don't walk there. He's walking in this field. He's used to walking in the field all day long now. Now all of a sudden, I got to tell the animal, eh, the guy, the, well, yeah, we, we, you, you, you brought you brought a bazooka to my field. You brought a bazooka to my field. I got to stop why, why, why my animal now. Come on, I trespassed. That's what I did. I trespassed. Yeah. Uh, you know what? Forget about animals. Uh, if a guy brought uh, uh, you know, a knife into a guy's house and left it on the counter, and the kid comes running into the kitchen, you're not going to say, wait, tell your kids not to pick up knives. What do you mean? Don't the knives. The kids are kids. Of course, get an animal. The animal will die. Right. He's running around. That, that's what I did over here. Right. Kid of the animal. Don't slip. Amen, amen, amen.